Welcome back to Cool Girl Comics. Yeah, this is Samia. This is Monica. And we are Cool Girl Comics, a podcast brought to you by Paper Sound Studios about... All things nerdy, baby. All things fucking nerdy. (laughs) Fucking nerdy and dirty. Just kidding. (laughs) We're not dirty at all. But, you know, I I I didn't shower. I might need a shower also. Yeah. (laughs) I didn't want to say anything. (laughs) I'm sorry. No, you don't. I'm just kidding. Okay. So this episode, we wanted to do it to uh, about comics, right? Yeah, this first episode, we're going to talk about some comics. And uh, there's a few current ones that we have and a few other ones that are not current that we... No, but they are our all-time faves. Yeah. So we um, figured we would let you guys know, but that'll be at the end. So you got to wait for that. Oh man. Okay. So I think I think I don't know. I didn't I didn't discuss this with Monica yet, but I think we should start with Norse mythology. Let's do it. Let's start with North Norse. I can't ever say <laughs> Dude, that word. I wanna Norse start off mythology by uh Neil Gaiman. Yeah, I wanna start off with the first thing, um, the most important thing, how impossible every single name was to pronounce. Yeah, do not expect us to say any names of the places and and some even some of the characters because all I can say is Thor and, and Loki, Loki and Mjolnir, Odin. Oh, Odin! I can definitely say Odin. Yeah, but like everything else, um, Mimir, Mimir. I think that's how that is said. But Boulder. regardless, I think we'll get the general idea of what we're talking about. We don't need to say all the names. Um, let's and, be real. And if you've, you'll read it, so you'll see it, and you'll feel it just like we did. Oh, yeah. It's actually a pretty funny comic. Um, I wasn't expecting it to be funny at all. Yeah. Oh, it's. It, I, I mean, it's so funny. Um, and what I think what I didn't expect of it, I mean, I don't, I mean, again, we're more like indie comic book readers. We don't read a whole lot of superhero stuff. I mean, we do read some, but just not I'm a not bunch. I'm not a superhero fan. Um, and so I think that this is just like a really cool way to be introduced to Thor in the comics because uh, the only Thor representation I've ever seen is based off of the movies. So like to have a comic, I mean, and I don't know what the rest of it will be but these first two issues at least uh were pretty you know, thor related yeah, um, thor and loki related i actually did some research and i don't even think thor um the actual like superhero thor came like they didn't discuss where it came from i tried to do some research i may be wrong but i tried to see if the comic was based off of the Norse mythology, which is an actual thing. Well, and uh, yeah. Thor does exist in the mythology. So it's so weird because it's on the cover. Literally on the on issue one, Thor is on the cover. He's on the cover. Look. Oh, well, yeah, absolutely. I, I didn't catch that. So when I re- was reading, I was like, this sounds like names I've heard before, but like, where where are they coming from? And then... When they said Thor's wife, I was just like, wait, it, are they referring to like the Thor? I know the superhero Thor. It took me a second because I was just like very unfamiliar with Thor and 
general oh, besides yeah. the movies. Absolutely. Let's be real. And for me also, I, I have never read any Thor comic, but um, I guess Dark Horse does produce um, some uh, Thor comics. I didn't know that either. Yep. So, I mean, they're going to make Thor like a prevalent character in this story. Honestly, from seeing the cover and and not literally not knowing anything about it other than that Neil Gaiman was attached to it, I thought it was just going to be about like the the literal mythology, not based off of uh, yeah. superhero. Well, character. Neil Gaiman is pretty. Uh, uh, his writing is pretty. Uh, what is the right word? I don't want to say prevalent, but maybe that's it. He does write a lot of uh, like uh, snow glass and apples. Yep, yep. That's the take on Snow White, but not Snow White's point of view. I it's think actually... he likes to like adapt a lot of stories and characters that are already you know existing, and that's yeah. So cool. Well, a lot of I feel like a lot of writers tend to do that. Yeah. But um, again, Snow Glass and Apples is about the. Uh, wicked stepmother's point of view but she's not wicked in this she's actually oh, the good guy and like snow it, snow white is the bad guy i love that and you know she probably killed her dad yep, yep. and that's how my D character was created yep and yep. she killed in my backstory i used a bit of neil gaiman's uh snow that's glass amazing apple. i did not I, know that yeah New that's <laughs> and that's the game Monica and I met at. Yeah, so, but it was wild. Her character ate wolves. Oh yeah, I definitely <laughs> I ate a lot of things, and we all we all I I loved the Lord of Murder. So yeah, yeah. so anyways, yeah, like uh, I, I I also had no idea that Neil Gaiman, but um, you know, I knew I know now, but uh, when I first started getting into the comic book game like for real i did not know that neil gaiman wrote for so many like he's written for marvel he's written yeah. for dc dark horse obviously vertigo like it's wild how how much he's stuff he's been a insane. part of insane like everything he does is incredible yeah. too yeah. and his wife is uh, amanda palmer She's in a band. I don't know the band, but she's apparently pretty cool too. That's tight. You know, Good for so you, Neil Gaiman. They're pretty successful in their lives, and they're pretty well known. Yeah. Um, Amanda Palmer did a TED talk, so like, I feel like you need to be kind of known in order to get on that show. Yeah. I don't think they'd ask me to do one. Maybe I mean, not now. I've been asked, but oh. uh, I've refused. <laughs> I'm kidding. Okay, okay. So enough about Neil Gaiman yeah, because yeah. he's already super popular yeah, anyway. Yeah, absolutely. And Let's... what we wanted to say too, we are super interested in where Norse mythology is going and we'll see uh, what issue three has to offer. But so far, issue one and two, really Highly good. recommend. Really funny. Yeah, funny. Um, and interesting too. And I would also look into like, the history of Norse mythology. Just a fun and, take on Thor in the way that I feel like it will make me interested in Thor. Yeah. Not like superhero. Not superhero. -y. It's very cute and also like deep. Very fantasy. Oh, the intro of it was just so beautifully put together yeah. too. Yeah, agreed. Okay, so I'm dying to talk about this one because I you know. recommended it. And it's I was really skeptical. Good. The cover is cool. I love I am I am a person who will literally judge a book by its cover as Same. a comic book person. One hundred percent. Not necessarily a novel, but like comic books, the art is just as important as 
the comics uh, writing in general or storyline. So I am definitely book cover person. And I agree, especially with comics, because it's just like either writing or art can so easily take you out of a story. Yeah. it I Black and white comics um, like Sin City, great comic it's hard for me to read and stay interested because i need i need that vibrant color but um okay so the crossover the new um single issue one Mm -hmm. that came Mm -hmm. out when did it come out uh it came out this last wednesday Uh, this last wednesday uh i'm from image this last wednesday was We'll get to that because we don't know. If the it was the eleventh. It the was 11th. literally yesterday. Wow, we're so dumb. Oh my god! <laughs> Wait, this came over yesterday. Came out no, yesterday. Just kidding. A week ago, the fourth. Yeah, the fourth. Okay. The um, fourth. no, that's cool. I was gonna say I I thought I had this longer than just yesterday. Yes, yes. Yeah. And I felt really special. Like you guys gave it to me sooner, but you know, nope. I get it. I'm not that cool. <laughs> but okay, so the crossover. I'm not. It's not called the crossover. It's just called crossover right but the the first issue holy shit the cover of it i probably would pick it up but it's not something i would rush to but the inside uh art is phenomenal yeah no it's incredible so the artist is and i apologize uh if i pronounce this completely incorrect d kunifi kunife uh d kunif d kun Deaconiff, that's probably way better. And Geoff Shaw, I believe one of them uh, did the cover art. Jeff. Of uh, uh, issues A and issues B. Or, I'm sorry, cover A, cover B. Uh, and then the righty, uh, Donnie Cates. Uh, and he's super well known for God Country and Redneck and stuff yeah, like I that. Yeah, I haven't read Redneck, but I've heard either. it's good. But, you know, there's so many comics that I got to keep up with. Absolutely. That I just... I feel like they're so far in right now that it's hard to pick up something that far in. I agree. And And I am also, so this is important for all of our listeners to know. I have a very strict uh, three issue rule. If uh, I am not interested by issue three, I will drop it. Well, yeah. And, And that's something that you can't really get if you buy the first volume of something. So it's like. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And it's just like. It's a lot of money, man. I know. I mean, I'm not able to. Okay, back to crossover. I'm sorry. Let's I'm talk sorry. about how broke we are. Yes. No, we don't need to talk about that anymore um, than we have to. <laughs> but okay, so crossover. Huh. Oh my goodness. So many feelings that I felt while reading this uh, first issue. I teared up. I. F- I got brought back to when I lived in L.A. and I had no friends at the time because I just moved there. And the only places that felt like home to me were comic book shops. And I'm not going to give anything away, Mm -hmm. but there is a lot of like nostalgia in that whole scene. And I know you know what I'm talking about. And whoever is listening that's read it already knows exactly what I'm talking about because it really touches base on like, being um so into something that not many people agree with call it the devil's work yeah yeah absolutely and it's just like for me having been a part of nerdy culture since the beginning of time uh but also like 
working at a comic book shop, even for the time that I have, um, I felt emotional because it was just like, there's a line and I, and I, I hope that it's not, uh, you know, it's not a spoiler or anything. No, I don't think uh, sharing a line would spoil the whole thing. Well, so uh, the main character uh, is talking about um, treating people nicely, especially in a comic book shop. And she's just like, the world already hates and fears us for the things we love. This place, referring to the comic book shop, this is the only home a lot of us have left. Yeah. And I'm like getting cheered up just reading that line because it's so true i couldn't imagine if emerald city closed down like i couldn't imagine if um any other comic book shop anywhere when i went to boston i went to so many comic book shops just visiting because i felt like i needed to feel a little bit of home yeah so far away so yeah and especially like during these trying times like i feel like a lot of us have just uh uh, in in whatever version of your comic book shop is right whether it be you're into motorcycles or you're into fucking golf i don't know whatever your whatever place makes you feel the most at home i feel like during these trying times like people have been delving into their hobbies and passions a lot more and so that's why I am really enjoying this first issue of Crossover. I honestly, year one, uh, one, two, and three, then done rule, I think, I think Crossover beat it in the first issue. Yeah. And that's, um, and that's, you know, but then here's the other thing. You can have a really good issue and then have the next two issues be total flops. Yeah, that Which I is am afraid true. of. I really I really don't no. want this to be crossover. No, no. I don't I don't feel that. I don't feel that. I didn't feel that with Coffinbound. I didn't feel that with Saga. I felt that with The Walking Dead when I got the first single issue and threw it away because the dialogue is bad and I don't want to even get into that because I think everything that uh, Robert Kirkman writes is his dialogue just sucks. It's like, Capo, I'm fucking five. (laughs) But okay. I'm going to challenge you. Because oh, shit. Right now. Because <laughs> I got really heated. No, well, no, because right now, and this is a super, super side note, and we will get back to crossover in a split second, but I'm reading uh, Firepower at the moment, and it's on issue five. It's Robert Kirkman, and I am uh, liking it. I like it. Okay, what was it again? Firepower. Firepower. Okay. Um, do you have issue one? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll... I'll borrow it and read it. I'm not going to buy anything by That's him fine. until That's I'm fair. until it's I'll take that challenge though. Okay. As long as it's not out of my pocket. Yeah. Uh well, then cool. I'll I'll try to get you into it. Okay. But, but uh, normally everything like blah, I know. Like, why? I know. I know. I know. The the show was great for the first few seasons. Yeah. It faded out pretty and fast when, for me yeah. after I mean, if this is a spoiler to you, then you've waited way too long to watch The Walking Dead. But after Glenn died, I was like, fuck this. Yeah, fuck this. And it's sad. Because I feel like I... It's really... You know what? It personally hurts me because they brought in Denny from Grey's Anatomy. I know. And, and they, he couldn't even bring that show back to life. And he is the murderer. What? He's the reason Glenn died. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I thought you met in Grey's Anatomy for some reason. No, and I was like, Denny. no, he died. Oh my gosh, Denny is like the, the best. I love Denny, the firefighter. For all of you Grey's Anatomy fans out there. Yeah, I watched it. Yeah, so did I. And I cried when Denny died. A lot. And I was even more emotional when Denny started appearing as a ghost. Oh my god! But at that, but like a certain point, I'm like, stop torturing the girl. Well, she had a brain tumor. Oh yeah, she did. That's where it came from. That it, show was so wild. Oh my there gosh! There were bombs it's still in wild. people. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Fucking planes would just fly into the hospital. I don't really yeah, no, hear that on the news that often. Of like, nope. Plane and just it's like, flew and into it a always happens to this one hospital. The one hospital. You'd figure they would just close it. But anyways, let's yeah. get back on track. No, we that was great though. Grey's Anatomy is cool. Podcast episode on Grey's Anatomy if we have to. Yeah. Um. Okay. So crossover is great. Norse yes. mythology is yes. great. There are a few other ones. Um. That we're still trying to catch up with. I know that. When you have several series that you're reading, yeah, it just piles up. Like, um, I you have pick up so many new ones, you know. Yeah, and then there's like Norse mythology when you're still in the middle of something is killing the children, and yep. you're just like, wait, I haven't read. I'm not caught up now on that because yep. I'm busy trying to find other new comics, and then boom, you're in a pickle here where you're like, okay, yep. how much time do I have to read? And uh, sleep. <laughs> and how much money do I have to spend on comics? <laughs> oh, God. But let's not bring that back. Anyways, we have been reading Something is Killing the Children, though. And, and it's, it's great. great. Uh, I love a good old-fashioned, like, monster hunting, secret society uh, comic. And I like the art. It's definitely a, uh, what is it, like, not, not Stranger Things type no. of situation. But... Kids it's, fighting it, the battle. Yeah, but it's definitely not uh, like PG-13. No. It's definitely mature. Yeah, and there is gore. I do love the... I love the fact that um, it's horror-based because my favorite genre is horror, but... The one thing I liked is, you know, the beginning where they're framing or not framing. I don't know. The kid is telling a story about how, you know, he would make up his his nightmares and his friends were at a sleepover. And I really enjoyed the the intro to the comic. This isn't that much of a spoiler. I think volume two is coming out or as yeah, every yeah. issue is already out. They're on issue, uh, issue 12 comes out next week. Yeah, so, so they're close to the second one. The first volume, if you pick it up, the first few pages really bring it to light of just like what the comic is gonna go after. It's a kid who he's having a sleepover, he's telling his friends a story, he's making up the story, so he says to the police, right? But um, well, it's like a, it's like a, we know as readers, right? Where it's like he has seen something so crazy that he is trying to convince himself that it's a dream and not yeah. true. And because it's like nobody's gonna believe me, and this isn't this is impossible to be real. Yeah, well, that too. And then he makes another uh, mention of just like he was trying to impress his friends. So now you have a kid who believes that something that really happened is a nightmare he had. And he's yep. telling it to his friends because he wants to impress him because this is the first real sleepover group of friends he's ever had. Yeah. 
So that was like really cool how they they pull that in. But then it's like very morbid and something happens. And I'm not going to go into that because the cover itself says something is killing the children for a reason. You got to find that out by reading it. Yeah, I absolutely agree. And the like the, you know, uh, volume, all of that encompasses volume one, which I think is one through 10 or something or one through I don't know. No, I think it's like one through eight or whatever. It doesn't yeah. matter. But it's there's so one good. through something. I think I think issue nine, like the end to issue nine is freaking ridiculous. Very gory. I'm just going to say that. Very gory. Very good. Um, and it's definitely ha- like has been tying us over um, since spooky season is now over. Which is really, okay, it's like one through five. Yeah. Oh, Sorry, wow. I was looking I through the book here. No, you're fine. No, yeah, one through five. So like uh, volume t- uh, volume two, not 10, volume two will ha- should be out soon because they usually release it shortly yeah. after they release the latest issue that's going to be in it. So right. I highly recommend that as well. That's a newer series since there's only one volume out. There's a few others, uh, Coffin Bound, that I think is really great, which brings me to... Um, hey, uh, so what's your, what's your top three? Hey, hey, oh, yeah. oh, oh. I got a, I got a challenge question for Dang. Monica. Okay. Uh, okay. So my top three is definitely going to be, and I will just list them off real quick. Dun, 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 dun. Little Bird. Okay. Which I, I have say read that. recently, but I think it's definitely that good. Uh, Paper Girls. Great. Yep. And I'm going to throw in um, at the moment, you know, just thinking back on stuff like Deadly Class. I'm going to put Deadly Ooh. Class on there. Hmm. Interesting. That that threw me off. Yeah, I, I know. I, I, could, uh, I could see Paper Girls. Little Bird I read. Um, I have to reread that. Yeah. But it was really, really dark and deep and beautiful. It was I, like magical, but also interestingly I weird truly loved it um uh what is it the art was by uh ian burtman and then the writer uh darcy Va- i don't know how to pronounce his last name but darcy van polgeist sounds right to yeah. me yeah i think so too um no it's like reading it you can tell how passionate they both were like uh i read some interviews and stuff that they did too and they were both purely just like this was a passion project about our own art and letting our own emotions out. And um, the writer who had a daughter at the moment, you know, he, he, he felt that like subconsciously he wrote her into this story about a girl who's just trying to find herself um, uh, while dealing with war and uh, divide and religion and, and like trying being a being a young girl trying to find yourself within the mix of all of those like past issues from her parents and stuff like that um but they both really like let themselves uh have like free range on this which That's is cool. like why the art is so surreal the and art so crazy and is like immaculate the artist uh ian was just like he you know uh uh darcy let me have full reign and it was just like Truly beautiful, like a beautiful, uh, you can tell a comic and and that an artist and a writer really mesh together 
when everything comes together like they do in Little Bird so beautifully. I, okay, so it sounds like Little Bird is your number one. Yeah. Okay, I, so what's your number two? Number two is going to be, I mean, it's definitely going to be Paper Girls. I knew that. Because um, Deadly Class doesn't beat Paper Girls. Let's no, be real. No, no, Yeah. I, I, and I'll get to why I put Deadly Class on there. But Paper Girls, I think, was the first um, kind of like real girl group um, sci-fi, uh, like, uh, what is it? Sur- not surreal, but pop arty art that I really, really felt oh, that yeah. I like got into. The art is so amazing. Yep. It is on my top five, not yeah. on my top three, but there's a reason for that. But I'll get to that. And I just felt like it had really cool themes of, you know, like time traveling and dealing with yourself and and being trying to feel okay with the person you became and oh, dealing with yeah. that as a teen and shit oh, like that. Yeah, and like finding out if you live or die when yeah. you're an adult and stuff. Yep. Uh, yeah, that's a great one. Really good. Recommended to any person. Anyone. Any person. I've recommended it to so many people and I've not had one person be disappointed. And so. And if you are, you suck. Just kidding. But but no, you're terrible. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) if you don't like anything Brian K. Vaughn writes, then you are just not that. And that's another thing. Uh, Yeah, Brian K. Vaughn. Um, incredible writer for many, many things that I know many. you love. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, but we'll get to that. Um, and then my third choice yes, is Deadly, Deadly Class. Class. And I think that Deadly, because Deadly Class was the first comic after I... So here are my two honorable mentions. Uh, Watchmen, which is like the first series I ever read. Okay, good and one. Then, Rorschach um, is Bay, uh, And then uh, Rat Queens. Rat Queens is good. Of course. And I also, you know, love, love Rat Queens. Love some Saga and some Copra. Oh, yeah. But you're going to get more into that, I think. Uh, I don't know. Who but, knows uh, what my top I don't three know. are. But I just wanted to say about That's Deadly Class, like Deadly Class was the first comic that um, I really got into after like I had gotten so into Watchmen. Um, and it's, I don't know, they made it into a uh, into a TV show now, I guess. But um, it was just like the first comic that like got me, like kicked my gear back into comics. That's, and it's, it's cool. It's you like, know, that's great. Because I think my number one is a huge, like I don't think it would be my number one yeah. if I picked it up yeah. yesterday. Yeah. There's a reason it's my number one. You know what I yeah. mean? And like, you know, Deadly Class, like recommended to anybody again. Have not watched the show, but it's about uh, uh, a school of uh, second generation assassins. You know, I actually have the first two volumes and yeah. have not read it. So I'll They're read them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's really cool. Really fun. Really trippy sometimes. Like recommend it to anybody. That's cool. Yeah. That's good to know. I didn't waste money. No. You know when you buy something because you're like, this is probably going to be good. And then you forget you bought it and you just have it on your shelf. And now yeah. you're like, oh, cool. I have these and I don't have to spend money. I can read them. Yeah. I have th- three issue like eight or nine or of the trade. Oh, man. So you can borrow them anytime. But I'm super weird about borrowing. I know that. Never um, let anybody borrow your comics unless yeah. they're at your house and they're yeah. reading them. <laughs> that that's Mia's rule. <laughs> yeah, if you want to, that's borrow- like one of the first things you said to me (laughs) oh my gosh yeah if you want to read a comic that i have you literally have to come to my house and read it there yeah sorry all right 
No worries. Don't apologize. Um, but now, what are your top three, dude? Um, Tell me. Okay, cool. It's my turn because I've been waiting. Yes, for this. I know. This is why I asked you so you could re-ask me. I know. <laughs> I was. I'm excited. I think I know. I think I know one. Can for you sure. guess my number one? Saga. No. <gasps> that so that's a it, you were close. That's my number two. Damn. It's not coffin bound is it no but you're close that's my number three Gosh, darn it reveal oh my goodness Tell me fable now. oh my god i knew that i'm so disappointed in myself okay i am honestly I like i'm sweating because of how disappointed <laughs> i am in you jeez i knew that so if you were wondering um I am Samiha, and I'm looking for a new best friend. Oh, my god! I'm just kidding. So, okay, so Fables. Oh, God. I love Fables. It is, an, it's, okay, so I moved to L.A. I'm a huge comic book fan. I was 23. It's about 11 years ago. Yeah, I said it. 11 yeah. years ago. I'm a fucking old-ass bitch. But, um... 11 years ago when I was 23 and just a little pipsqueak and I would ride the bus to work and I worked at GameStop so I would ride the bus there and back and uh, one of my coworkers found out that I was really into comics. He, I asked him where a local shop was and he told me but he also lent me the first three volumes. And he told me like you can borrow these which is kind of funny because I don't lend comics out. But I remember that day bringing them home and reading the first volume on the bus and when I got home I was just like I have a 10 minute walk home I'm racing home and I read all three of them in, in one sitting like couldn't put it down and I couldn't wait to go to work the next day to pick up the next three or drop those off because I sent a message like finish them can you make sure I get the next three tomorrow yep. but um after I read the first six is what he had up to I was hooked. I believe there's 18, 19 volumes. It's, there's so many and yeah. I have all of them. It's just like, I cannot keep up when it's a high number, but, um, yeah. And uh, not to mention all the spinoffs that they've oh, done. Oh yeah. Done Jack of Fables, Cinderella, yeah. uh, fairy, fairists, fairists. Yeah. There's so many different yeah, ones yeah. he's done, but for, for fables in general, it's a beautiful love story that involves war and um, being different, but it's all your favorite characters yeah. you've grown up, like Snow White, um, the big bad wolf. Uh, there's uh, Cinderella, Prince Charming, who is my favorite, but also the least likable character. Right. Um, solely because he married not just like Snow White, he's one guy. He's the same Prince Charming that married Snow White, Cinderella, Sleeping Beauty, and divorced them and cheated on them. And he's just kind of like a modern day fuckboy. Yeah, fuck yeah. And it's hilarious because he's super charming. Yep. Like he, that's the he's perfect- He's so charming that he's the prince of it. He's the prince <laughs> of being a fuckboy. Um, so it's hilarious to me. He actually- like I you'll love him eventually and that's you know it's on volume almost 20 right. so like if you if that's a spoiler I'm sorry but 
Oh, no, no, it's no. so good. It's really crazy too because how I I got introduced to Fables was um through that the Telltale game uh, Wolf, Wolf Among, Among Us. Us. Yeah, that's a yep. great one, and that gives away the love story yep, yep. that I had to wait for six volumes to find out. So yeah, but in in you know what I don't even know what I'm trying to say. Uh, <laughs> after I played the game and I found out there was a comic, it made me really want to read the comic. And uh, I didn't, I didn't, I'm, I'm not, I got the first book and I've read the first book and I really did enjoy it. Um, but it's so cool, almost in the same sense as Neil Gaiman adapting things into his own style, how uh, this world of like characters that we have known since the beginning of time, you know, Snow White, the big bad wolf all of it, like all of those classic fairy tale yeah, stories are adapted into this real world There's way. Pinocchio, who's like a century-year-old little boy. Yeah. Um. But, okay, so I can Fables. talk about Fables, Fables Bill Willingham. One. That's my number one. I can talk about it forever, but I want to get to my number two yep, yep. because I like my number two a lot. Uh, yeah, you have a tattoo of it on your body. Yeah, uh, I do. I do do. <laughs> I do have that. And I have. <laughs> I do do. <laughs> well, I'm like five. Oh, my God. Um, so Saga. Yeah. Um, be- another beautiful love story. I think that's a lot that influences my take on uh what if I'm gonna like a series or not if you can make something so interesting beautifully done morbid with a little bit of science fiction and have it combine into this great twisted story that's not not so much it can it's like it's very relevant there are two worlds and they're battling each other and the two worlds you know landfall they don't want like they don't want to have they're at war so if you have if you have a baby together you're going to be their enemy and that's what happens with Alana and Marco so it's a story about a family having to run from both of their own worlds just for being in love so yeah. that's why that's my number two. I'm going to get to my number three because we could talk about Saga I all know. day. We will, I feel like, eventually. It's also, I, also, also one of my uh, honorable mentions, <clears throat> and I feel like we need to d- do a deep dive on that for Oh, sure. yeah. Uh, we should just have a Brian K. Vaughn day because oh my everything God. he writes. BKV. BKV, <laughs> my hero. But my number three is Coffinbound. It's a more recent series. There's only one volume out right now, but they're still releasing single issues. It's fucking beautiful. It's disturbing. It's morbid. It's disgusting. It's magical. It's weird. I'm kind of confused, but I get it. But it's poetic as fuck and I don't even know how they're able to make something so poetic. I think that like aesthetically this is like the most you and correct me if I'm oh, wrong yeah, but I no, feel like it it's is like the very, most you. The art in general is very appealing to me. Yeah. yeah I definitely am into the art. Um, In the main character I kind of feel like she's a badass so I'm just like oh cool like there's a badass female dominant character who's doing some really awesome stuff against a bunch of male assholes. 
and it's just really cool to see how she wants to like be undead or unalive as you she would say yeah she doesn't she wants to unlive yeah so she wants to erase everything she's left behind so nobody could ever find a trace that she ever existed and it's it's an interesting story i like it i highly recommend that um no i think it's great uh, I don't know um, if there was anything else you wanted to talk about, but those are my top three. Um, yeah, I mean, those are those are my top three as well. Um, I did, I did. Uh, one thing I forgot to mention when I was talking about Paper Girls, I don't know if you knew this, but I definitely did not because I don't. Uh, I'm an old lady, I guess, and don't look at the internet as much. But. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I guess uh, Amazon is doing a Paper Girl series. What? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, I didn't know that either. It got like greenlit. I knew on it. Oh. After Deadly Class, I was like, everything is going to be made into a freaking show. So. And you can't see me, but <laughs> She's I dancing. am dancing <laughs> because I have all the single issues first print. Oh my God. It's but not, you're not going to sell them. No, but like I don't have to spend a thousand dollars to get them. That's true. Because it's going to be a good show. Yeah. I mean, I hope so. Let's see who gets casted. Yeah. I mean, it, it's going to be great. If you like Stranger Things, it's kind of got that vibe, except a different story. Yeah. Same 80s vibe. Different yeah, yeah. story. 88. Mm-hmm. 88, baby. But that's cool. That's a good n- ending. That's like a dro- uh, mic yeah, drop right just there. Just so everybody knows, because we're here to keep you informed We're all of the nerdy things. <laughs> uh, and also, <laughs> apparently I'm here to be informed on all of the nerdy <laughs> things, because I had no idea. I didn't know until a couple hours ago either. Oh. So you're fine. <laughs> they just announced it like... <laughs> No, that's like today. a couple months ago. I'm just kidding. But it was this year. How dare us for only finding this out today? I mean, hey, a lot of things were happening this year. How are we supposed to keep on top of everything? It's we- a, you know, for fucking such a crazy year, we won. Yeah, dude. I don't care. I'm saying it. Fucking I know. riding for Biden, bitches. <laughs> Biden we won. 2020. Oh, wow. <laughs> hey, we still have a lot of work to do to become uh, more united yes. as the Americas, but we fucking did it. We finally have... Pat yourselves on the back. Pat Biden yourselves on the support. back, whoever voted for Biden. And and also just like, no, we don't have to worry. Well, we still do, but like no. pretty soon there's a light at the end of the tunnel now yep, and yep, Trump will yep. pretty soon be history yeah and that's all oh, just history not like our future but yeah. like just history and yes. he will be in history so oh, absolutely and it kind of pisses me off that he'll he'll actually be in history yeah it's but ridiculous that uh, i am glad he is history so let's go 2021 yeah. oh my god <laughs> That'll be our year. Yep, that's <laughs> our year. Nothing can beat 2020 at the moment. You know, <laughs> I felt the same about 2019, so That's true. Don't Let's I don't keep even, it rolling. We're going to yeah, push forward. We're going to we're going to make it though. Uh, we, we always make it. We made it. We made dude. it this far. We're going to make it even more far. <laughs> yeah, we're going to make it even more farthest. The farthest. We're gonna be the. We're gonna make it the farthest that anyone's ever made it. We're gonna make it farther than Forrest Gump when he runs 
to Jenny. Yeah, we're gonna be far. We're gonna make it farther than that. All right. Well, we might need to cut all of this because that was. <laughs> no, I'm not. No, I stand behind what I said. We got this shit, everyone. Yeah, and comic book stores are your second home. Or your yeah. first home. They're your home away from home. Read crossover. Please. Read Norse mythology. Read something's milling. Something's. Something's milling the children. Something's killing the children. <laughs> read saga. Read yeah. fables. Yeah. Read why the last man. Read paper girls. Read rat queens. <laughs> read Watchmen. Hey, read, read Lenore. Lenore is what how I literally started reading comics. Read Lenore. I was twelve. That's what taught me how to read Lenore. Lenore is great. Oh my God. Well, She's on a roll. <laughs> you know, let's go. Yeah. No, it's uh, as episode one, as Cool Girl Comics, I think we needed to, we, we kept rocking our brains about what this first episode was going to be. And I think we listened to, I mean, not only ourselves, but a few people that just were just like, Talk about the comics, yeah. you know? And it's like, of course, we're well, so duh. dumb. <laughs> no, we're talking about the comics. We yeah. also, but but I want to say this. Thanks for reminding me, actually. Um, we write about them yeah. on our blog. And you can go to, literally go to www.coolgirlcomics.com. And it has a tree link for you to be able to go to our blog our uh spotify which we're on spotify we just got accepted to itunes which i'll be doing that as well and we got an etsy oh subscribe to our youtube we have an etsy shop where we release some really really freaking cool stickers and prints um you know anything find out more about that on our instagram yeah which is linked on that website yep so i mean we're everywhere baby (laughs) www.coolgirlcomics.com and it'll direct you to whatever direction you want to go yeah and if you want to just like have fun with us follow our instagram we post some really funny stuff of us just living that's what the instagram's for it's not really for you know a podcast it's for you to learn about Monica and Samia and like how we roller skate and read comics and like yeah. be extra and smoke. We just want to be. Pot. N- <laughs> we just want to be uh nerd. The most easy go- These, We are the most easygoing, fun-loving nerds you'll ever meet. And uh, sometimes, hey, I could be, I could be a little like rough around the edges until you get to know me. Yeah, but you're. You're, I am pretty easygoing. You're a big teddy bear in the inside. I am. I'm a. I'm a fucking. That I'm not even a big teddy bear. I'm that teddy bear that you keep it from when you were a baby until you are <laughs> oh like a grown ass adult, and you hold me every night, and you're just like, oh, you're so comfortable. That's you. I'm very confident in that. You're the same though. What? That's no, why we're friends. Me on the other hand, oh. I'm a raging bitch. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, wait, oh wait, if you want to be something else, you could totally be the blanket to my oh. teddy bear, just like you were Gandalf to my Frodo for Halloween. All right. Well, yeah, we've talked a lot. Yeah, I'm good. We've I said feel some like words. we've oh, I had given a great you time. Yeah, I've had a lot of fun, and I'm really glad you guys are sticking around for the second episode. But it's episode one. Yeah, episode ep- officially episode one. Uh, and we just want to honestly thank 
all of our friends, all of our supporters our already. Family, my fiance, my, yep. your boyfriend, my boyfriend Nicholas. TC uh, is is the my fiance is the recording. Yep, Paper uh, Sound Studios. This so is how we sound so nice. He ha- he is incredible, and I we both need to acknowledge that like how amazing he is Um, and how patient he is with us for not knowing what we're doing just just everybody honestly that has believed in us since day one and has have done nothing but support us and say kind words and even if there has been some criticism it is said very kindly and i appreciate that because we accept constructive criticism but honestly i feel like i didn't hear a lot of criticism on our first episode oh no no, no, and no. I'm happy, and we know we're not perfect. So yeah, we're still learning. This is only technically episode two, baby. Yeah, and uh, so on that <laughs> I keep note, saying that way too much. I need yeah, to stop baby. saying baby. Yeah, baby. <laughs> well, so on sorry. that note, um, I'm out, baby. All right, baby. Bye. Good night or morning or afternoon. Bye bye. We bye, love bye, you bye. all. And read every fucking comic we said because we're going to school you on it next episode. So.